Well, hello, and welcome to Some Assembly Required. Now, don't panic, but uh, clearly this is not Julie this morning. Julie is away on vacation, and so Pastor Wes and myself, Pastor Renee, have stepped up uh, to come this week with the edition of uh, the Youth Podcast. And seriously, 80th edition? Yeah, this is the 80th episode. That is impressive. I, I didn't realize you had done that many. And uh, so 80, man, yeah. you, like you're not even old enough to be 80 anything, but you've got 80 podcasts. I have so 80 podcasts on my belt. Yeah. You're an old podcast I'm guy. An old, oh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Oh, dear. But yes, we've, we've done a lot of these and Julie and I have, uh, we've got something really special planned for our 100th episode. Ooh, um, cool. So I'm excited for that and keep listening um, for that special one when it comes out mm-hmm. or maybe you'll be able to watch it. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. you guys are getting fancy. Uh-huh. Getting yes. fancy. <laughs> yes. Um, so with it being um, the new year, um, mm-hmm. which is crazy. It's crazy that it's 2024. It's 2024. I've written it right already once. Oh, there you go. I've written it wrong a couple times, but still. Carrie, Carrie texted me, <laughs> I think like the next like New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. It was like, is it 2023 or 2024? Like, lost track. Like, <laughs> Happy <laughs> New Year. It's the new year. Yes. <laughs> But I feel like I feel like 2023 really flew by. Mm. Um, I feel like it was a year where, um, which just like it didn't feel like it ever stopped. It just felt like it just kept going. Kept you going. were anticipating in 2023 though, yes. right? Like you were waiting for Oliver to yes. not that we yes, knew it was we Oliver, but to be born. So like that probably that definitely contributed to the flying by yeah. because witnessing Oliver grow within Carrie, then mm-hmm. also now witnessing him grow like he's four months mm-hmm. already, which is crazy yeah it's wild yeah, to it's, think it yeah. is. yes yes <laughs> oh, and dear. so in 2024 with our youth group we wanted to start off with being able to dive deep and if you know me as a person you know that i like to dive deep very quickly mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so we want to start off 2024 by going through our testimonies okay and so leaders are going to be sharing their testimony and today cool. i'm going to be able to share um a portion of my life with you guys um that's kind of goes through god's faithfulness a little bit mm-hmm. um it's kind of the main key theme mm-hmm. um but renee you were a part of this testimony mm-hmm. and so um how this kind of started was i was at ebc at the time yeah. um so i was in my what's ebc emmanuel bible college <laughs> i knew that i was just uh, testing. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um so i was i was there. i was in my third <clears throat> year um and i was volunteering at crossroads mm-hmm. um bac i was running the youth ministry there um and I got an email from from Ryan Terpstra. And if you know Ryan, he mm-hmm. kind of runs Camp Cockwell. Yeah. And he emailed me saying, hey, we have a speaking opportunity. Would you like to come and speak at camp? And my initial response was just to email him back, no, that's okay. <laughs> that was my first response. And I was, I was at Crossroads. I was in the little office by myself. I'm like, no. And I said- Like I'm, nervousness or yeah, just like, yeah. Just like, nervousness yeah. and anxiety being like, I mm-hmm. can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't answer right away. Um, and so I went and I, I talked to it with Carrie and she's like, you need to do this. Don't even like, just stop. You need to do this. Um, and so I said, fine. Um, and I emailed Ryan back and said, yeah, I, I would love to be able to do this. Um, Ryan now knows the truth. Yes. He, yes, he does. <laughs> I told him this. Um, and so I was really nervous, uh, because I, I have never done something like this before. Like yeah. the youth size that I was working with at Crossroads, we had about 10 youth max mm-hmm. on a weekly basis yeah. and so to jump from 
that kind of youth size to then mm-hmm. being a part of a full week of yeah. youth ministry, camp ministry mm-hmm. uh, with, I don't remember how many kids were here. Like a message every every day, every message, morning. Yeah. Message every day, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, interacting with all the youth. Like it just felt like there was a lot. Um, and so I was nervous for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Carrie really encouraged me through that time. She really got me to come here. Yeah. Um, and so, and I thought at first when Ryan asked me, we were going up to Camp Kakwa. Oh, right, because this was COVID this time. This was COVID time. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, we're going to a place called Wayne Fleet. Never heard of Wayne Fleet before. I was You're like, like where, where in the, the heck is that? <laughs> Out in the middle of nowhere. And so I looked, and Carrie's like, we already said yes to this. Mm-hmm. And so Carrie, Carrie then said, what am I meant to do in the middle of nowhere? There's a Wayne Fleet. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and so it was hilarious. Um <laughs> So we stayed in, um, we, while we were driving down here, and people in Wainfleet don't, don't harp me on this too much, but we were driving down here and we drove through Dunville. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. This is so it is a nice. lovely town. Dunville gets a bad rap. It does get a bad rap. It's a but lovely town. It, it, yes. Um, <laughs> and so, but I mean, some people in Wainfleet have told me the greatest thing about Dunville is the road that leads. Is the road yeah, to Wainfleet. I know, but maybe we're a little high on ourselves or something. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Wayne Fleet now, so I don't know how <laughs> I would say that. Um, but yeah, so I, we were driving through Dunville. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Um, so where we were staying was right in Lowbanks. Right. Um, and so while we were staying there, um, I remember like the first and second day, um, I introduced this question and answer box. Yeah. And on the third day, I, I took the question and answer box home every day, just read it, see, prepare anything for the mm-hmm. final day, which was going through all of them. Mm-hmm. And on the third day, the second day when I went home, went back to where we were staying, um, one of the Q&A answers was, questions was, would you be our next youth pastor? And I laughed at this and I said, oh, that's hilarious. And I had to show you because mm-hmm. me and you have worked together previously mm-hmm. for BNC yeah. retreats. Yeah. Um, and I showed you that. And I was like, isn't that hilarious? And you went, well, actually, <laughs> we do have the position open. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um and my initial response was, I thought of a friend um, mm-hmm. first. And I said, would you actually mind sending me the job description? I wouldn't mind sending it to a friend that I know. Um, and then as I was reading the job description and kind of going through it and that um, and messaging my friend who he was already in, a, in another spot, mm-hmm. um, I went back to um, where we were staying and I looked at Carrie and I said, so Renee told me about this job here at Wainfleet and this is a job description. This is everything. Mm-hmm. And we'd read it over. Carrie said, this is probably the best opportunity you've ever gotten and mm-hmm. something that we really need to think about. And it was crazy because, you know, when you're like, we can't do that. Like, right. there's no way that that could actually mm-hmm. happen. There's no way that we could. Actually you sure that'll happen. never happen. Oh, yeah. That's for somebody. Yeah, else that's, or, it mm-hmm. wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Well, that week of camp speaking finished up and it was an amazing week. Um, mm-hmm. Just being able to connect with a lot of students and a lot of the students are in our youth group. I remember. Yeah. Camp. Like mm-hmm. Jack Brownlee was in grade eight. Mm hmm. During that time, yeah, which Jack is Jack and Jackson and Cameron and Ryder, Cameron and, Richardson, yeah. who ended up getting baptized yeah. because mm-hmm. of stuff that mm-hmm. happened at that um, camp ministry time, and so um, I got to tell you this though too, like Tessa, our daughter Tessa was working for mm-hmm. camp that summer, and she came to me part with the week, and she's like, "Mom, like what? Like what about Wes? Like you guys should hire Wes," and I, and I like you were in school, so I at first mm-hmm. I didn't, I was like, "Oh yeah, but he's in school and blah blah." blah. And then Sierra, I don't know, was she in clamp? Was she help? I don't know. She Anyways, was helping out. The two of them are just like, oh my word, mom, you guys, you guys need to talk to Wes. Like, you guys need to hire Wes. I'm like, well, he has to apply. Like, he has to want to yeah. come. Like, we can't just like make him come here. Like, 
Uh, so that is happening in the midst of mm-hmm. you and I's conversation even too. Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, like I'm thinking about God's faithfulness yeah. in the midst of you reflecting on this. Yeah. Okay. Carry and, on. Sorry. And I, so, I interrupted you. Yeah. And so <laughs> it was probably like two weeks after camp, I applied for the job mm-hmm. um, just because I, I couldn't stop thinking. About it. I talked with Melissa Richard, mm-hmm. who was pastor at yeah. Crossroads about it an opportunity um and keeping talking with carrie and family um and i remember talking with my mom about it and her being like this is a full-time job and i said yeah and it's in the country yes why are you thinking about it and i said i don't know mom and so um, like i need to pray about this too i can't just like jump right in yeah and so i i applied um and within i think it was even before like first week of september you guys hired me on mm-hmm. um but you were waiting for me because i was finishing my last year of school yeah. um but the reason i'm telling that um the reason i'm telling this part of my life is because before any of that mm-hmm. i was in a really not great spot because i was in i was going to, i was in my third year of college mm-hmm. and i was looking around and i was only able to have a volunteer position at crossroads they yeah. they told me i wouldn't be able to have a paid position just because right. of budgeting and yeah, other things absolutely yeah. um and so i kind of looked around and i said there's nowhere really for for me to actually be able to get a youth pastor you know, full time mm-hmm. and i really didn't want to do bivocational because yeah. i knew myself like i've had spots where i've had jobs at the same time right. and i drain myself it's too mm-hmm. much for me and so and carrie knew that as well and so we were looking around i'm thinking God, I like, was this even the right calling for me? Was this mm. really where I'm meant to be? Like, right. God, I don't know what's going to happen with my life. Am I just going to get a part-time job? Like what's going to happen? Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was really unsure. And I really started to question God and my relationship with God. I'm like, God, if you've led me to this spot and going through the things I went through in Bible college, through some of the stuff with heritage right. and kind of being bullied by some mm-hmm. of the people there and then leaving and then COVID and, and <clears throat> all of this. I said, God, really, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and did you doubt that all of those pieces could be God's plan? Even like when you when you know Ryan calls and you come here was and you're just and we're just like, hey, any chance you'd think about this job? Like, did you doubt? Even though you were like, okay, Lord, like what's supposed to happen next? Yeah, Am I supposed to have uh, a job? At the same time, you're like, well, this can't really be happening. Or or did you was, think, oh was, wow, this is an answer to prayer right away? It, at first, it was, this is crazy. No way this is happening. Right. And after I applied, I'm like, it kind of sunk in a little bit. Like, this yeah. could be a real answer to prayer of everything mm-hmm. we've been kind of wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had someone actually send me um, a Bible verse. Um, it was, um, oh, what's his name? It's an older gentleman from Crossroads. His name's John. Mm-hmm. Um, but he um, he was a pastor um, a long time. He was like, he's 90 Oh, wow. He's in his late 90s now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, he was kind of a mentor for me at Crossroads um, yeah. just because of his whole life. Absolutely. And, that's, yeah. um, he sent me um, Isaiah 25 verse 1, which says, um, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect, perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. Hmm. And I remember reading that and thinking, huh, for all my doubt and all these things, God yeah. is sitting right beside me like, it's going to hold on just a little bit longer and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it really made an impact and it really made a difference so through that time um in that last year of college mm-hmm. um and coming here um anticipation was really building for us for carrie and it I. was for us too <laughs> like hurry up and graduate so you can get over here <laughs> I, well, I don't think it, 
we kept coming down for Sunday mornings yeah. too. And yeah. so we, we really tried to meet some of the people and get, mm-hmm. get engaged. Um, but that anticipation and that longing to be able to come um, and some of the things Carrie and I went through from um, just some mental health things or other things going on there. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is, and Carrie and I will both say this, um, God provided a lot for us and really has blessed us that we were able to be here. Yeah. Um, and we both know, and we've both admitted this, if we were still in Cambridge, still living in the city, we, we highly doubt that we would actually have Oliver right now. Interesting. Because we said, we said that we weren't really interested in having kids right in the city, not for a long time. Hmm. Um, and if we were in a spot where we were surrounded by a community that can support us hmm. and yeah. in the country and, right. and all this, which were lifelong goals. Those, those yeah. were goals that were like, okay, 15 years down the road. When we're 40. And, and then God's <laughs> like, no, nah, like 24, right. you're going to be good. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. God really helped guide us and really helped lead us into that spot. Um, and it really provided us with that space. And that's why I kind of wanted to sit on Isaiah 25.1, just because I think it shows that even when we're in our doubt of, of our journey, mm-hmm. God is still there, and he's still, he's still putting the path in front of us. Yeah, We're walking the path, but God is still laying the stones that we are yeah. walking on. And so mm-hmm. to remember that he is the one laying those stones, yeah. that he is the one just guiding us along this. Um, even if the timing doesn't feel right. Yes. God's faithfulness, even... like. I remember thinking, well, it's not going to really work out because, like, Wes can't come for a whole other year. Like, how, how mm-hmm. could that really work? And 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 yet the Lord's saying, well, actually, here, you know, I remember going through, I think we had three, two or three interviews on Zoom. Yes. A couple on Zoom and then in person as well. I remember mm-hmm. meeting in the chapel and just thinking, like, is this really, like, is this the plan? Like, yeah. actually, because usually when you, you, you're like, your plan is, well, it's going to happen and then we're going to hire you and you're going to come here we're going to start. Yeah. You know, and this is like, oh, well, this is not this is not the normal plan in my head and and yet the Lord is saying, well, just like, just keep walking with me. I have a plan. I have a plan. It's going to look like this. It's going to look like this. Mm -hmm. And the way everything worked out was still so very smooth, right? Like, like it never felt rough or jagged at any mm -hmm. time. And Mm -hmm. it felt as though like Carrie and I definitely felt a very strong pull down to Wayne fleet. Yeah. That's probably one of the strongest pulls I've felt in my life other than getting into youth ministry. Yeah. Um, and I remember talking like when we first moved here like we didn't even see the inside of the house until our moving day that's right because we were doing renovations i remember sending pictures mm-hmm. down oh it looks like this or this room yeah. is this way and you're and so you're asking questions back and, and so forth. <laughs> the thing is even through that knowing that we were coming here knowing that god kind of brought us here mm-hmm. we were like it doesn't matter what the house looks like mm-hmm. like we're gonna be loving it and being able to love in this community um and we've have like we're almost on two years now which mm-hmm. doesn't that's right feel like two years um for some it feels much longer for some, <laughs> for some it feels shorter um but it, it's been a time and so yeah. i really wanted to tell the story wanted to show that some of the doubt that i had but also yeah. god's faithfulness mm-hmm. and being able to walk with god in that faithfulness to keep faithful to him as well to say no i'm going to keep trusting yeah even though this is happening um yeah. Yes, I I will question and I mm-hmm. will be like a little wary, like God, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Um, but to know that God is still walking, um, still walking beside us and along with us. Um, and then I think even that the first half of that verse, though, too, right? Like, yeah, I will praise you, I will exalt you. And yes, Carrie and I definitely praise God for being here. Right. And there's been multiple times where this community has supported us and helped mm-hmm. us through some hard and challenging times. Like mm-hmm. the staff here helped me through some of the youth things mm-hmm. that have gone on, or Carrie and I 
having her first yeah, kid yeah. Um, and the support from people bringing us meals or mm-hmm. just coming and praying with us or mm-hmm. just stopping by and helping like it's overwhelming sometimes mm-hmm. to think about the, the community here in Wayne just yeah. how amazing it, it has been um, and so yeah I um, yeah that was kind of like the testimony I wanted to share um, mm-hmm. with all of you today and to really if you're kind of in a spot where you're kind of doubting or journeying along mm-hmm. you're not really sure where things are going to just maybe set or maybe set in on Isaiah 25 1 um, just because God has things for us in our lives and sometimes we don't always see it sometimes we want it to come right away but sometimes yeah. we need to be patient and so <laughs> I just want um, mm. for us to be able to be patient um, and sit along with God in those times but yeah that's good well thank you so much Pastor Russ for um, sharing this testimony I, I love to see God's faithfulness to our congregation our church family here as he has brought different people into our church um, you and Carrie and then just this past year Brandon and yeah. Olivia and his family and so just the way that the Lord is being faithful even in the midst of us going oh, there's a vacancy we don't know what's going to happen yeah and then the Lord says well just like, let's pray about this and let's yeah. sit here and I'm going to show you yes I'm going to show you and then we say we praise you Lord <laughs> like yes. we, then we yes. say thank you Lord we exalt you yeah. we praise you for your faithfulness yes. to us so all right. Well, hopefully Julie uh, thinks I did a good enough job <laughs> of so. moving Podcast forward. Professional here. <laughs> and uh, we'll hear, uh, see from see you another time. Yes.